Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yo, welcome back to another motherfucking episode of Kill the Mockingbirds. I'm your host, Sean Chris, riding shotgun as always. You know, Joel Thomas in the house. You know how we do it. And we got a guest this week that's going to be fire. A little spice on top of what we normally do when we talk about daily events and weekly events and the crazy shit in the world. So, yeah, it's going to be dope. We got testimony with us today. What's going on? What's up? My name is Testimona. And uh <laughs> hey, I know how to get one wrong, right? I know hey, and I was so confident. Hey, I was so confident in that too. I was like, oh yeah, I got that shit. Locked. I was practicing it for two. <laughs> like, how long we've been talking for you that you can't read my name? <laughs> kind of dope that you did say that though because when I was given that artist name Testimona it was just like a nickname that my then boyfriend's stepbrother he'd always because we all lived together so he'd always just call me Testimona and so I was like, I'm going to fucking change my artist name to Testimony. This was like way back in the day. And then, but that, there's no other meaning behind it. But then when people would ask me, why is your name Testimony? They'd be like, is it because all your lyrics are a testimony for all the things you've been through? And I was like, <laughs> no, but actually that kind of fucking makes sense. So, you know, like whatever. <laughs> I mean, the name is, it's taken on a life of its own. So there's nothing I can do about it. Um, but I think it's on point. So, um, so yeah, I am mad grateful to be here um just uh, as a little bit of background like real real quick real quick um i'm not really a whole lot different from these two guys i am a singer uh lyricist rapper uh fucking live for music um i am i guess what people used to refer to as a conspiracy theorist but i prefer to just use the term like somebody who pays attention to shit and is often right about things they wish they weren't um so you know whatever like (laughs) just fucking you know i started my own podcast recently uh that is called the great silencing so if anybody is trying to find my music which is like a fusion between uh hip-hop uh blues 
lo-fi R&B, got a little bit of trap in there, but lately right now, like for the albums I'm working on, especially it's a lot of like blues mixed in with hip hop uh, and some lo-fi. So if you want that, uh, you can find me anywhere at Testamona. And if you want like the podcast, vlogs, behind the scenes stuff, anything like that, uh, look me up on socials on The Great Silencing and look for The Great Silencing Podcast anywhere you stream podcasts. And you got a new single, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. I forgot. I'm like, shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to me all the time. You can't like, say, you can't remember everything. I know, bro, because I got another one. Like, that's, I'm like, I, there's so many songs right now because I'm in the middle of making, like, I decided, okay, debut album time. But then it's like, well, there's actually three. So I did pick one to go first. <laughs> but there's like literally 50 songs right now that I'm dealing with. So my, like, I got two engineers working on stuff, but it's like, it's a lot. Uh, but yes, I did uh, just release one new single called Alien Tumbleweed. That vibe, that beat is almost more like it totally doesn't sound like anything. I normally do that kind of is something you might expect off of like a Van Tesla track, honestly, because it's got that Vice City like vibe to it. Um, but it's a dope beat, but it's, it's definitely just a bat signal for like all the matrix exiting, like square peg that is not trying to fit inside a round hole type of person, like free thinker so it's like a, like a summertime like good vibe free thinker bat signal anthem to all the people that are just like fuck this we're gonna do what we want so so yeah, we alien need a little tumbleweed bit of summertime huh we need that little we need that little bit of summertime for the cold winter hits you oh know? god like, i know too. I'm sure, I'm sure, hey Fauci was talking about it the other day like cold yeah. winter it's coming again yeah, like yeah, yeah come again, on like yeah. every winter gets cold I know. Have you, have you guys wondered though about those Rothschild paper? Like, I don't know if I should go off on that tangent. I'll go for it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, have you guys wondered about, you know, like the Rothschild uh, documents where they're talking about like, you know, everything's always a fucking reset. We know that, but you know, for them it's the power grid, right? So like, we know that they used Texas as a pilot state in 2021 and we saw what the fuck happened there. And they're like, and they said, I read these documents. They were published in 2020, but I didn't find them until like, a few months ago and I was like oh shit they actually did that like they stuck to that timeline um, and they were like yeah we're gonna schedule these by these I mean blackouts uh, to, to roll out on a national level they said they said August of 2022, which that already happened, and like I've dealt with a few power outages, but nothing serious. And then they said end 2023. So I'm like, I'm just wondering, like, do you guys think we're gonna be dealing with that shit upcoming? Have you guys dealt with it? Because I was where I was just living at, but I just moved, so I've only. I know California has a lot, like, uh, but they kind of always go through that with the rolling blackouts. Yeah, I mean. In general, we have a shitty grid. Like the, the yeah. grid in America in general hasn't been uh, upgraded for decades, if not a century. But uh, I think to me personally, I think the uh, war in Ukraine and uh, with Russia, I think that's really part of the reset of where um, they're cutting off the oil there. Because if you hear uh, Ursula Van with that Vance, with that stupid EU bitch, the, the Queen Ursula, uh, she, <laughs> she's running the, the EU. She talks about like... Um, how they're everybody's going to have to transition into like this new energy. This is a great moment. And I really feel like that's intentional. Like they're cutting it off uh, in, in the West and they're trying to do it here as well. Mm -hmm. So that way we can um, pretty much depend on this new green energy, which sucks. Cause like most of it's hard to, it's not equipped. We're not equipped for it. Uh, and it's going to be a very, very shitty way. So I don't know. I think, 
that's how I kind of started because I'm kind of like on a little great reset whole uh, clip thing I went down, but like through the news because I think like it's easier to kind of get people to digest what's going on by actually hearing their local news and big stories that are all over. And I'll start off real quick because this is from CBS Evening News. Uh, it's food crisis in America. I wanted to start with this. They kind of like break down of it's similar to what was going on in 2020, uh, where a lot of people are going to food banks, you know, because mm -hmm. people are unable to afford groceries anymore. I mean, I'm sure we've all went and got groceries <sighs> like, yeah. and you're like, Whoa, man, they're like, you know, it's, it shot up quite a bit. Like sometimes you're like, man, I only got like 15 things in my car. And I was at like 80 bucks. Like, you know, yeah, I'll bet like, that's steakhouse a shot up, man. Like almost like man. four to $5 per steak. Like the small steaks, like six ounce steaks, man, are going for like 16, $17, man. Like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy though. Like it's, it's, but I mean, we knew it was coming. I mean, I think most like people that you know, knew we're at least preparing and, well, yeah. and, and getting some stuff together. God, so. Yeah. I started preparing like a fucking maniac, like a, a number of months ago. Cause I was, I realized how unprepared I was. And now I'm like, all right, if the lights go out, I'm straight for at least a few months and then it's going to get weird. But you know, <laughs> we'll see. But I think that's all planned too, because like, uh, what's it called? Uh, I think like what happened in 2020 with the lockdowns, people don't realize, especially like me and people that have worked in warehousing, they know how warehousing works. You shut that down. The supply chain, not only about like, you know, people losing businesses, but like, man, it's so hard to catch up. People's backlogs are like crazy. And then not to mention all like, I mean, uh, conspiracy or videos, if they're true or not, but there's a lot of videos of things being destroyed. We know for sure the farmers have been paid a lot of farmers because of the subsidies. They're like, Hey, we won't give you these subsidies unless you destroy your crops. So like a lot of people have been put in like compromising positions. And you know what, actually I'm going to, uh, shift gears. Cause I think we should start off with, the. uh, what was the big news? You know, the Biden man, Biden, yeah. uh, uh, the Biden speech. So here, here's, uh, the Biden speech. Let me see if I can get that going. Tonight, I will speak directly to these people and make the situation perfectly clear to them. The security of this nation depends on complete and total compliance. Tonight, any protester, any instigator or agitator will be made example of. Yeah, so I mean, he went off, you know what I mean? <laughs> So what, you, what was your guys' thoughts on the whole, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure where you stand, Tess, like, I don't know if you're a Trump person, a Democrat, like me, I am a voter, but I vote a non-Democrat or Republican, I'm always, it's usually some third-party candidate, Joel uh, just said, ah, he, you know, he does his protest by not voting at all. I, I don't vote. I don't. I mean, I do. I, bro, I used to like I used to be third party. Like like I voted for Ron Paul, even when they dropped him. I still just wrote his name in like back in 2008. Uh, other than that, no, I, I think it's a fucking joke and I'm not doing it. And I just I no, like I, I do not align with any of the things at all. Yeah, I totally agree. So. Like, like I said, I just kind of do it to. Uh, it's like one of that little hope. Like, I'm like, man, maybe this person, maybe like for sure uh, in 2024, if Dave Smith runs, I'm all in on Dave Smith because he's backed by Ron Paul. And I'm, I was a huge Ron Paul guy. That was like my guy. Like I was all about him uh, through all those times, but uh, it is, what it is. you know, he, nobody wanted to do the hard work. They were like, Oh man. He's like, you know, if we just work hard and everybody's like, Whoa. And then someone came in like, Hey, I'll give you free money. And they're like, you know, let's take this guy. I like how this guy talks a little bit better. <laughs> Um, what, what were your guys' thoughts on what, what Biden said? I mean, everybody kind of had, like, you seen it was trending dictator and, and pedo Hitler was trending on Twitter. 
<laughs> Yo, Sean, oh for real, like, I think it just plays into the domestic terrorist angle, like, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just putting more sauce on that because they want to be able to target domestic terrorists but obviously they're going to blanket it into whatever so if you're saying something online they don't like they could say you're domestic terrorist they could show up at your house they could shut you down lock you up i mean the fact is them targeting trump and maga the way they're doing it if you notice during the speech he actually slid a little i'm not talking about all republicans i'm i'm not talking about mainstream republicans i'm talking about this maga crowd this trump crowd well i mean in the day with the whole you know trump getting invaded his house getting invaded and him kind of being at the forefront again of what's moving into 2024 i mean what are you gonna say like half the country at least is like you know domestic terrorists I don't know. I don't know the end game on this either, though, because, you know, Sean, you and I talk about all the time, like we think you know, there's a there's a there's a good chance. And we talked about this with Tony Merkel on uh, the 100th episode where, you know, we think that maybe they want this to look this bad. Um, if you notice something, too, about Biden's speech, he was talking awful good, man. Like he had like he was super clear, concise. There wasn't a lot of fumbling and stumbling like he does. That goes back to my whole acting thing. I think a lot of that stuff's manufactured. Um, either that or, you know, somebody's in a suit. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's, he it didn't seem he seemed very um, together, like mentally together. He see yeah. like when I saw him, the way he was shaking his hands around and the way that he was really going at the mic. He seemed more like a president, like if that makes any sense to you, like in, not at a least joke. in yeah, not at all, man. And he was not. Yeah, exactly. And, it, you know, it, <laughs> to us, it, the stuff he's saying is funny for sure, because we're looking at it from an outside perspective. But, yeah, he got the right crowd worked up. And I think that was the end game mm-hmm. goal. I think that's all he wanted to do. I think it's just putting more gas in Trump's tank. Um, you know, my my thoughts are like, Sean, it's not going to surprise me if Trump gets back in. I, I think they this, they think it's almost like they want the stage to make is that set. side yeah, look this, so bad. This, yeah. The stage is set because, look, a couple weeks ago, they amped up the MAGA crowd with the uh, FBI raid. And now yeah. they amped up the, the woke crowd with this little speech because the people that were like already like you had the people that were like, all right, we're done with uh, Trump. Yeah, he's a little bit too polarizing. Maybe we'll go to Santos. Maybe we'll go somewhere else. Then now they're like, oh, we're all in on Trump. And now the same thing with the woke crowd. They were kind of like, man, this old man's kind of fucking everything up. Like everything costs a lot of gas is high. Groceries are high. And then he was able to. Uh, solidify that other side so they're back at hating each other it's it's pretty crazy well i think that's the that's the whole fucking point i mean i think that's the whole design the way that i perceived it i i perceive it as all as all theatrics as all fake like even the fucking fbi mar-a-lago raid or whatever this is i mm-hmm. mean i'm sure the trump people will be like well freak out. i don't give a fuck this is just because ultimately none of us can say we know anything for sure right like because sure. we're not part of the club so like we don't know so i'll just say my speculation is I'm like, it's optics because yeah, like 2024 is coming up. Midterms are fucking around the corner and it benefits. I I think Trump is just as much part of the great reset as fucking anybody else. You know what I mean? So I do not think he's any different. Um, and it's like, okay. Like, so it literally Sean, the way that you just broke that down, that's exactly why I think it's happening is it's like, 
let's set off this base and get the kindling going because it's kind of been dormant for a while. Now we're going to make the other side uncomfortable and feel scared. And we all know what they do when they get scared. And yeah. then uh -huh. now let's give them some ammo and get them pumped up and give them some false bravado. And then we're going to eventually have everybody at each other's necks again. And then all the heats off us for whatever they're about to take to another level, which, you know, if we're just paying attention to trends is how they're going now, likely doubled food prices, gas, is going to go back up again. Uh, maybe rationings at the pump. Like maybe we'll start to see more widespread grid failures. Like, I don't know, maybe some civil unrest, but if we keep everybody fighting with each other, then there's, they can get, they can still keep moving in shadows. And that's always, in, to, in my opinion, that's always been the game is just keep the peasants busy amongst themselves. <laughs> Basically. Oh, definitely. I agree with that. And like, we talked about it a few episodes back. We believe that Trump swatted himself or like that he somehow, cause he had, he's the one that put that guy, Christopher Ray's into uh, the FBI. He's got like, you know, intelligence guys that are on his camp. And we believe that he pushed it. Like, obviously like in together, we think that most of this stuff is in cahoots, you know, it's wrestling. It's behind the stage <laughs> where they're like, Hey man, I'm going to kill you. And then like, and Hey man, what's up, man? You want to get a drink after that kind of mm -hmm. like whole feel. I do definitely see that, but I feel like Trump swatted himself. And I think now Biden kind of just, it was like perfect. Like as far as like their plan wise, like they couldn't have gone any better. You got this whole raid thing where everybody's like chomping at the bit, wants to kill the woke people. And now the woke people are like, man, see Mag's trying to kill us. And then they're like, yeah, you're right, man. So like, it was like perfect timing. Like uh, uh, to use a quote from Q, it's the perfect storm or the storm's coming. Right. Oh, yeah. Like how they say, like, I, I think that people really are now so amped up on both sides and they're ready to, to go at each other's throats. And at, to your point test, they're really kind of covering up all this other stuff that's going on. Like this is a clip that I was going to play first, but uh, I had to get that Biden speech out of the way. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's, it's a local report from Texas and they're talking about people going to food banks in the food crisis in America. President Biden has approved an emergency declaration for Mississippi as residents of the state capital try to find clean water. Thousands of people in Jackson lined up. But that's the <laughs> but that's the water in um, Mississippi. We'll go back and play that. You guys know about that, yeah. right? Like what's going on mm -hmm. in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. And I think that's also because I live in Michigan. They still haven't fixed and corrected the whole um, the Flint. Uh, what's it? Yeah, the Flint water. So I think it's going to be another one. And then I do think it plays into the part because the population, 82 percent of the population is African-American. So I think that's intentional. It's because now they're like, see, MAGA did that. Like, you know what I mean? Like any type of that, like they're trying to pin each other us against each other and i really think that that situation is going to develop a lot like the flint water let's see but this is the food crisis one <laughs> this is a line of desperation drivers parked along a busy dallas road they're waiting for food this looks like what we saw a couple of years ago Unfortunately, it's worse than a couple of years ago. We are serving now at higher levels than we even did at the peak of the pandemic. Trisha Cunningham of the North Texas Food Bank says every giveaway is just as busy. And we're good. As people say, they can't afford groceries. And it's just the basics. It's flour, sugar, eggs, milk. We don't buy cookies, cakes. We, we don't even have that luxury anymore. As inflation has grown, so has need. One in six Americans relied on food banks last year. That's 53 million people compared to 40 million pre-pandemic. 
cars were lined up for more than two hours before this giveaway even started. Today, there is food for 400 families, but demand will likely exceed that. So that's part of it, right? Like now people are like getting hungry. And what do we always talk about? Like, so you got the water stuff in Jackson, Mississippi. You got, and this is only not just in Texas. This is all around the country. Mm -hmm. So when people don't have water, they don't have food. And then the next thing to your point would be some kind of power grid. And we all know uh, the infamous villain, Klaus Schwab was talking about, you know, the, the cyber pandemic. And, and I think that's going to play some kind of role. Eventually, they kind of teased it and and put it into the psyche of the Americans, uh, well, the whole world, where they had like, you know, the gas company that got hacked, the the the, the food distributors that was on 2020, 2021. And, and I think they're setting the stage for something like that to, to roll out. Yo, Sean, why they always got to pick that one person, though? <laughs> I was at the store and the flower, and, and, and it was, oh, my, like, it's like the most, like, absolute, like, you know, hillbilly. They always pick it. Because it's almost like they want to make it seem like, you know, these people are, are, are just so dumb. You know what I mean? And that's what they want to do. Whether and they, they don't want to give you the real answer. Well, they you know also what I mean? want you to not fit, like identify with them or feel compassion. So if they can frame right. someone, which it's like, th that's still like a really shitty thing to do to be like, oh, that person mm -hmm. talks different than me. They, they might like, uh, they're not a human, but that's the reality though. Like a lot of, I don't know what network was it's that on. You said, yeah, yeah. It, CBS people, Evening News. CBS Evening News. Okay. So like the people that are like the average watcher for that or whatever is, will likely see that and be like oh that's just some like country poor person i can't relate to them i don't care about them they're right. always struggling da, da, da. so they're they're not gonna think this is you know right around the corner from my little fucking mm -hmm. gated community with my like you know virtue signal sign like you know posted in my front yard uh thinking that that's gonna keep them safe once people get hungry and thirsty or cold or too hot um so i think that's well, i think it promotes dependency shit. I think it really uh, promotes dependency, right? Like what they should be having reports on is like, hey, man, do you got a local rancher by you? Is there any farmers that you know, like where you can go straight to the source, but instead they're tr they're promoting the dependency of government or mm -hmm. help from others, like instead of going figuring out yourself. And I think that's part of the problem that we've come into. And we've all, I'm sure, have been into that situation. I've been at situations now because of 2020, even though I've been looking down these like different conspiracies and kind of not trusting most of what's going on the government i you know i was stuck on a lot of the big systems going to walmart going to target it's like and i still do and sometimes occasionally i'll still shop at amazon i try not to but man sometimes i got great deals but <laughs> yeah like, i just bought something off amazon <laughs> but you got to go to the source right like i we i got a rancher now i i got farmers that i talk to like there's uh there's even websites where they'll direct you to farmers near you that will deliver those fresh food mm -hmm. the fresh vegetables fruits uh get meat all that stuff and i think that's what be needs to be promoted but uh people like cbs the central intelligence uh broadcasting network you know what i mean they're they're trying to get dependency they want you to be dependent and be like you got to go to the food lines you know got to be in that bread line and and that's because then people will be desperate they want us to be desperate they don't want us to be able to figure things out on our own that's why anybody that's an actual free thinker that's like hey yeah maybe we could just do this and we can like start our own network they're always trying to kind of shut those people down like if you want to be loud and angry and like man i hate the wokes or man i hate maga they'll, they'll kind of like promote that they'll let you be in that space but when you start trying to get people to unify and be like hey man they kind of all suck 
they all are fucked up. Like they're all in this together. And then when you kind of promote those messages, they silence those kind of people because we're actually giving solutions instead of just yelling into the wind, like, Oh man, this is fucked up. What are we going to do? And, and they depend on a savior then, right? Then they need a Trump. They need a Biden. They need a, uh, uh, maybe Gavin Newsom. I don't know. I have a feeling that, that he's going to be in play pretty soon too, but they need one of those heroes. And, and I think that that's the whole, what we kind of do. And I think what you try to do with your music as well is we're trying to promote people to like build themselves up. Like we can all do this. Mm-hmm. Like as an example, like with us doing the music, which is very hard, which trying to build a podcast, these are hard things to do. But if we can succeed and be self-sustainable on our own, we don't need these people. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And that's also something that like I've been talking about a lot, whether it's like my telegram channel, blogs, podcast, vlog, uh, like, and, and music, a lot of which is unreleased, but some is released, but that's like, as soon as I moved out to Tennessee, that was like the first thing on my agenda was like getting linked up with like agorist societies, like, uh, like people that are, you know, you could say anarchists, voluntarists, whatever, but they're all forming counter economics, like getting linked with the actual farmers. I try to stay out of the grocery stores because like we were just talking about, it's insanely expensive. The food quality is garbage anyway, and the prices are going up, but the portions are going down to where if I go, even if I go to the farmer's market, like 10 minutes from my house, like I know those people now. And like, I also have certain farms I visit like once a week, like the same day, like, and I get the same thing and it's straight from them. Price doesn't change. Amount doesn't change. So I'm like, you guys need to be linked up with people. And also like, if you can produce food, wherever you're living at, be doing that kind of shit too. Even if you're in an apartment like me, you could still, you could still container garden. Uh, because if we do get to that point where it's like really tight and like those lists aren't open anymore for people to, you know, join CSAs or whatever, like those, those farmers are still going to be serving people they've already been working with, but like we, we might hit a bottleneck. Sorry if I keep looking off to the side of some lightning, but, uh, we might be hitting like a bottleneck where they might just have to like close the list and be like, it's only who we've been dealing with. So I think people need to start forming their Mm -hmm. communities now. Like you should, I mean, they need to know your face. That's what I keep telling people. They need to know your face. Like you want to, you want to have such a good relationship with them that, that, when that list gets cut off, like you're like, hey, don't worry, man. We're cutting everybody else off, but we we like you, man. You know what yeah. I mean? That's how you want it. That's how that's how I got it. Like, because that's how you're supposed to do it. And that's why interacting with people, like I get a lot of shit all the time because I'm always talking to everybody. I'm interacting with every single person. I'm like, hey, how's your day? Like, you know, da da da, like cracking jokes and trying to personalize everything because man, I never know, man. Plus, I never know what they've been through that day. I might be able to lift their spirits. And then in turn, it's gonna lift my spirits because I don't want anybody to rain on my energy. So if I radiate great energy all the time, it's gonna balance everything out. And of course there's shitty people, but for the most part, and you want to get these connections. These are important connections. Like, like you said, it could be to that. It may never get to that, but even if it's not save a buck, like even if we Mm -hmm. never go through a food crisis, it's still a smart thing to do to not be dependent on the government, which is hilarious because like the woke people, they hate Trump so much. And even some of the MAGA people, you know, they hate the woke so much, but both parties seem to be dependent on the government. They were like, well, they need to fix this. Hey, they need to fix student loans or they need to uh, change this over or they need to uh, regulate abortions because the government, no, the government needs to not be involved in any of that. That needs to be us as people talking it out, figuring out like, hey, you know, I think you should do this. I think you should do this. I think this would be important and changing the economy ourselves. But instead, unfortunately, a lot of people 
have been accustomed to living this kind of lifestyle. Yeah, Sean, but that's personal responsibility. Most people don't want that. So at the end of the day, people don't want to take responsibility for their own actions. You know what I mean? People want someone to save them. It's on both sides of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. It's never, it's not going to stop. It's been inbred in this country for the longest time because they've made us more dependent on them. And people, like you said, on both sides are looking for their side to save them. And they're looking at the other side, the other side screwing it up. Man, I'm telling you, yeah. it's wild. I talk to both sides and I'm actually blown away at how like dissolute, like just absolutely delusional both sides are. It's like the, you know, the left thinks like it's so good right now. Like I've yeah. heard some people like what, oh, so do? much better than it was. What? Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? No, it's what? not a joke though. Hey, I talked to a lady at my job today. I told Sean <laughs> I was in a little bit of bad mood. Like she She's a nice lady, but man, is she just absolutely brainwashed out of her mind. Like I actually told her, I was like, listen, I'm gonna go back downstairs to my office and uh I'm not gonna talk to you anymore. And she she was laughing. Like we get along pretty well. I actually told her, I was like, look, like let me know if we're going to talk about politics when I come in and I won't go to the gym because you got my blood boiling enough that I don't need to work out <laughs> like today because like it's just absolutely insane what she's just like at least it's better than it was when Trump was in it. I'm like are you shitting me right now like first off like I'm not a fan of Trump but to say that it's gotten better is just absolutely delusional at this point she's like at least they're not burning the streets down or whatever I was like first off it's your people that are burning the streets down <laughs> yeah. like you have lost she's like it's all because of trump and see that's what i'm saying it's this absolute mind fuck these people have on both sides but listen i got a guy i work with and he's a big trumper and and is is right is he is on certain things some things he's so off because like he'll he he's just all about trump and he's like he he fingers biden and i'm like listen they're just both puppets if when you realize that you're not as mad at those people like they're easy to make fun of and i love making fun of biden he's just low-hanging fruit <laughs> and like so is trump in a lot of ways like they're very easy kamala man that's just easy pickings like oh, yeah, these are yeah. they're just puppets they're just actors and actresses i think once we realize like who's really in power and what's really going on in the world then we can come together but back to what you said earlier sean like about the, on social, especially social media, if you pick a side, they really kind of let you go. I know a lot of the Trumpers try to talk about that they don't let them. Like that's bullshit because I see plenty yeah. of huge Trumper accounts that are have just been going off. You know what I mean for the longest time, and they got huge followings and whatever. I think it's more when you're in the space that Sean and I are in, where you're trying to actually seek the truth and you're calling out BS on both sides. That's when you start getting hit with the heavy shadow bans. That's when you start getting like the weird, like I did the other day where I literally posted a it was a monk quote it was like just about like peace of mind and they put a CDC like thing <laughs> on it it had nothing to do with COVID like it was nothing to do with anything but they'll do that because they want to fuck with you because they know that you're trying to bring people together you're not trying to separate it and when you're targeting all sides and throwing missiles at all sides if some shit's fucked up they don't like that shit because they know that you're on to them and they don't like that at all they need you to be divided and and honestly i hate to say it every day i wake up like and they're doing a better job than they were yesterday dividing us because it just <laughs> and it's working so damn well well i'm not gonna let it happen i'm gonna keep uh pressing because i think that like you can get through to some people like you know me and sometimes i don't know when to quit like i think i'm gonna 
convince somebody of something that, that I'll just try to keep keep going. Sometimes you got to be like, hey, man, just tap out, bro. That fool's not going to listen to you, man. And I'll be like, hey, because I try to like find all sides, but they are coming at all angles. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to show this clip. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Like, uh, the like, it's been going around for a while. The last few months, there's like a war on the Amish. Like they're like going in there, the FDA and the USDA, they're going into these Amish farms and they're really like causing havoc. I'm Jeremy Lafredo for Rebel News in Burdenhead, Pennsylvania. It's here in this old Amish community where armed federal agents recently raided Miller's organic meat and dairy farm. The government is arguing that the farm isn't adhering to federal regulatory requirements concerning food, while the farm argues that this is just the latest attack on independent farmers giving their communities healthy food. The Miller Organic Farm in Burdenham, Pennsylvania, a remote Amish village, has been around for almost 30 years. The farm supplies everything from grass-fed beef and cheese to raw milk and organic eggs to dairy from grass-fed on-site water buffalo and all types of produce to roughly 4,000 private food club members who pay top dollar for high-quality whole food. The private food club members cherish their ability to get food from an independent farmer who isn't processing his meat and dairy at United States Department of Agriculture facilities, which mandates food be prepared in ways that Miller believes make it less nutritious. Miller contends that he's preparing food the way God intended. The U.S. government doesn't see it that way. They recently sent armed federal agents to the farm and demanded he cease operations. The government is also looking for more than $300,000 in fines, a request so steep it would put the farm out of business. This is an attack on Amish religious freedoms just 150 miles outside of Washington, D.C. It also speaks to the gross corruption at the USDA. As is available on the USDA site, the agency is funded mostly by the federal government, but it also receives hundreds of millions of dollars from the agricultural industry. Companies like Bayer, Syngenta, and Cargo stand to lose millions, even billions of dollars worth of market share if more American farmers opted for holistic farming practices like Miller's Farm instead of chemical-heavy, technology-heavy, industry-friendly practices. Making it even more independent, Miller's Farm doesn't use any gasoline or fertilizer, and therefore the war between Ukraine and Russia isn't affecting his bottom line. He's not dependent, and he's providing healthy food to his community the way he believes God intended, and the government is trying to intimidate and shut it down. See? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not surprising to me at all. And that's the same reason why raw milk is like a felony in in mm-hmm. most states. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's not surprising to me at all, at all. Like, I feel like every time somebody is really successfully uh, operating outside of the government, like complete independence, like we see them get killed. Like even with their children, we see them get completely massacred or they get shut down or fucked with or their pockets bled or whatever. But they like it's, it's like they view you as an enemy of the state if you're on this soil, but living independently because they're like, OK, well, if you're not part of the machine, then you're you know, you're on our turf, but you're not part of America. So they yeah, they're not going to have that. But at the same time, we're not going to have that shit either. So eventually this is going to come to a fucking head. Eventually mm-hmm. it will. Oh yeah, for sure. And and it sucks because most of these farmers have been farming forever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, passed on from generation to generation. It's not like they just set up shop a couple of years ago and, and they're just really going hard at them. And, and a lot has to do with that raw milk. So they're mm-hmm. using that as an in, right? Like, so if you have like, they're using that as an in to kind of like, oh, and you're not doing this. Oh, and you're not doing this. Like, it's just all this government regulation. Like, it's crazy, the government regulation that people don't even realize. I, I know my boss, he got charged $35 for putting an American flag pole in his front yard. Like, and the one that's attached to the house. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it was the one that's all the way up and you got to suppose it. It's not like, even though those aren't even high enough to like a plane to hit or anything, but he had to pay $35. I'm like, you had to pay $35 to put an American flag what? that was probably made in China. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus. What the fuck? What state was that in? Was that where you live? Yeah, it's in Michigan. What? Like, I was just like, and each, <laughs> each like town and county has different little stupid things like that. I remember in California, my buddy built. California is the worst. <laughs> oh my God, they're the worst. He built a dope ass like gazebo. It was so nice and like a little awning, like for the backyard. Like, we, he had all the TVs hooked up and just so happened because he was close by uh, the alley. So, one of those uh, city guys was just walking there. And then they, hey, you got to take that down. You didn't pull a permit. You're like, what? What the fuck's the point of owning a house if I can't even build on my own property? Like, if it falls on me, it falls on me. I die. Like, what the fuck do you care? But it's money. It's this constant. And then you got these stupid idiots that are like, I, I mean, I get it. I didn't go to college, so I'm not trying to, because people go, oh, you didn't go to college. I really talk shit to college. I'm like, no, nah, I get it. There's good people that go to college. But a lot of people uh, become this book, like everything's by the book, right? Mm -hmm. It has to be all oh, what well, says in the book. And I'm like, well, it doesn't work like that in real life. Like most people say, like if you're welding or HVAC or anything like that, they went to school for, they're like, I learned more in the first three months of working than I did four years out of college or, or at a trade school because it's hands-on experience, like, especially with those kind of trades. And I, I just think that there's too many like point Dexter type of people that are just like, Oh, I don't know, man. It's like, it's a little to the left. Like you got to like pulling a permit is crazy to me. They tried to tell one of my friends too, that he had to pull a permit for uh, changing his water heater. And you're like, dude, what the fuck? What? Like I have to change it. You know what I mean? They're like, well, you got to pull a permit. I'm like, man, I would have told that guy to eat a dick. Like I would have been like, I ain't pulling shit. Or I would have been like, it's been like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know who put it there. Like I woke up one day and then someone just put that shit in there. I don't know. I think they broke it in my house and they just put that shit in. Like I would not even put any information out there to them. Hey, y'all listen to this. So in Ohio, though, they got like Amish militia here. So like nice. they've got straight up compounds and they roll around and like blacked out SUVs, man. They ain't playing. There, there's some spots here straight up because uh, I know some people that are mafia. probably. About, yeah, man, they are. That's what they call them. Like people on the outside call them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, I, I know some people probably about two hours away from me and like right outside of them. And they they deal with the Amish all the time. They'll buy stuff from them and everything. They're like, oh, man, you get there. It's like Typical, but it's like in a compound and he said man i see him with ars <laughs> like and they're learning too they're like nah man like y'all can come up here if you want to that is true yeah. though they're, they're, they gotta get to that like level because well, yeah, they're gonna yeah. have to i mean like because even people like like i'm not amish right but like have i bought from the amish and like been to their places and stuff like i have driven like distances to be like to go to where they're at you know what i mean to get their mm -hmm. stuff because i know that it's of a certain quality uh and i know that they have certain things that i can't get anywhere else so it's like that like if if they get fucked with like the, the amish and the mennonites like I, we can't we can't lose them <laughs> we need them <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome though that they're doing that i love that yeah they gotta stay because i mean i just can't believe that they're getting cracked down i mean i can believe it but it's just like it's again like another attack on small businesses, right? Like it's not these big corporations in that, in that report, except for the stupid bed of music. Sometimes they put the bed of music and you're like, all right, man, like you shouldn't have put that bed of music over that report. It kind of just like, it was all like one of those like free royalty free beats. And they're like, oh, let's throw that <laughs> on in the background. You put that on. I was like, if you <laughs> No, I noticed no, that. I, I was like, what the fuck? Did you put like background music to that? But he was talking about Wall Street uh, uh, companies that are going to be affected by this, by them not going by the normal regulations. And they didn't like the fact that they're like, hey, I don't use uh, nitrogen or, or gas. So I don't, it don't matter to me the, what's going on in Russia. Like we're good with all that. And that's 
again, a target point that will be considered a domestic terrorist. Mm-hmm. Like growing your own food, I think could be at some point is going to be like, Hey man, if you're not buying your food from Walmart or fucking, uh, uh one of the huge food, uh, corporations then you're going to be considered a domestic terrorist because they've yes. already been saying like if you rock a flag if you if if you uh, uh don't agree with the government which is so weird because uh the left doesn't agree with them either but they think that it's only oh because maga right now we don't agree with them that that's going to be forever but they don't realize it's going to happen to them too but hey They'll see if that happens, but I think there's a a lot of people like us that will continue to push along and not allow this to happen. And the more that we can give a voice to these people that are being under attack, I think the better, like, you know, that people are aware of this going on because that should piss everybody off, whether whatever side you're on, you should be like, people should be able to sustain their own without any help from corporations or the government, which pretty much is uh, in cahoots together. But this was probably one of the funniest stories to me because we probably all have talked about this. You know, everybody's all into their smart homes and oh, that like God. smart homes are so important. Oh, I, and, I know this one. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'll just play the clip. <laughs> we are expecting a blistering 95 degrees here tomorrow. And during these dog days of summer, of course, it's so important to keep your home cool. Well, when thousands of XL customers in Colorado tried adjusting their thermostats Tuesday, they learned they couldn't. Denver 7 consumer investigator Jacqueline Allen talked with some of those customers. Jacqueline, they're upset they had no control over the temp in their own home. That's right. And, you know, Excel is calling calling this a rare energy emergency. And, yes, they took over tens of thousands of smart thermostats here in Colorado. For the first time, there was nothing homeowners could do about it. Another hot one today with temperatures in the low 90s. Even Mike Nelson would tell you Tuesday was a hot one. The heat goes on. Which is why Tony Tallarico tried to crank up the AC. I mean, it was 90 out, and it was right during the peak period. That's when he found out he had no control of his thermostat. A message from Excel on his thermostat saying temperature locked during an energy emergency. And normally, when we see a message like that, we're able to override it. Um, In this case, we weren't. So our thermostat was locked in at 78 or 79. Turns out he's not alone. Excel confirms to contact Denver 7. 22,000 customers were locked out of their smart thermostats for hours on Tuesday. It's a voluntary program. Let's remember that this is something that customers choose to be a part of. Um, based on the incentives. Excel VP Emmett Romine says customers enrolled in the Colorado AC Rewards Program sign up to get money back, but give up some control for the greater good. So it it helps everybody for people to participate in these programs. It is a bit uncomfortable for a short period of time, but but it's very, very helpful. I try to tell people, I was like, why the hell? (laughs) It's always for the fucking greater good, everything. It's the safety (laughs) or the greater good. And that's how you know it's always the opposite. Uh, but yeah, at some point though, like they always do that shit. I noticed that even like I'm having to get new car insurance and they're like, cause I'm in a new state. Right. And I'm having to just deal with all this bullshit. Uh, they got new laws out here or whatever. And they're like, Oh, um, you know, we can make your rates lower if you just sign up for a little thing that may- lets us track you so we can find out if you're a good driver. And I'm like, how about you just fucking figure it out by the fact that I've only had one ticket in six years. Like, fuck off. Like, you know, <laughs> you are not tracking my car. You they're like, Oh, people love it. I'm sure they do that. You're not tracking my car. Um, so hopefully people will understand that like it like but they they prey on people who who fucking don't have a lot of money i mean i don't either like i would love to get 50 dollars off but at the expense of you tracking my vehicle fuck no but yeah that's just the reality that's how they test these pilot systems is they you know incentivize people with money and 
for some reason, people are like, oh, it's fine to let them control the airflow in my house. Yeah, I don't know. But at some or point, sometimes burger and fries. Remember, fucking yeah, Bellasio yeah. was like, "Hey, well, get the shot, man! Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let me fucking GMO your immune system and that of your child, and I'll give you a cheeseburger. Like, hopefully, your health gets better. Um, yeah, no. I mean, people gotta stop with any anything smart. Like, stay the like. As a, I have a fucking smartphone. Okay, yeah, I've got an iPhone. All right, there's my fucking there's my fuck up. But. Still, like any of this smart shit, like no state, and especially if it has to do with utilities, like, cause I just did a, a brief stint until I, you know, learned a few things. And then I was like, uh, yeah, this is way out of bounds with, uh, my ethics or how this was advertised. So I'm not doing this job, but I was just working, um, in the solar field and got some insight onto like the way you like electric utility boards are really operating behind the scenes. And I'm like, this is so many layers of fucked that I never realized. So it's like, if there's if there's one thing you want to watch like a hawk, it is those, it is those fucking utility boards. Do not trust those people with anything. Oh, for sure. Anything. Because even too, like they promote that you'll get, it used to be that you'll get paid right for, for providing your own energy. But the electric companies are like, man, we have to redirect this energy. So people were getting bills, like outrageous bills. And they're like, what? Like I have solar panels. They're like, yeah, but we got to redirect your energy. So by using our manpower, like <laughs> yeah, we're going to charge you. So yeah, no, they don't. I mean, it, it's, it's, I didn't realize how fucking rigged it was. And also like how many people are taking advantage of how much people don't know. Cause people just have this idea of like, Oh, I'm going to get panels and then be off the grid. No, the fuck you're yeah. not. If you are, if your house has, a, if there was a meter on your property, you are, that property is never coming off the grid. That that's just, that's just the way it is as of now. It's not happening, but yeah, that. And then you got Gavin Newsom uh, telling everybody in California that's hot as fuck, and he's like, "Don't turn your temperature down to, uh, past 85." I'm like, "Well, why do you even have it on then if it's at 85, <laughs> man? Like, I don't even need that shit." Yeah. Then you got like Boris Johnson. Uh, he's talking about, "Oh man, you know it's electric bill. You we gotta like, don't worry about your electric bill. We gotta help Ukraine. You got a uh, what's her name, the uh, head of Germany. She's like, I don't care." what the German voters want. We are consistently going to help Ukraine. Like we don't care about the gas crisis. Like, so these people are just pushing a lot, kicking down the do whatever can, they you want. Know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever hey, they want. So speaking back to uh, what we we're talking about, the energy stuff, uh, you guys know what an earth ship is. Have you ever seen those? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I, like I've heard that before, but I'm, I'm fucking yeah, continue, please. That sounds familiar. So check this out. You guys get a chance, so go to YouTube and just type in Earthship, and they'll show you how you know they're built and you know how they're put together. So basically, they build a lot of them out in the desert areas, um, but they could be built anywhere. I'll get to that point in a second. So basically, the Earth stays at a certain temperature, right? So if you build yes. this, yeah, if you build this house in the Earth, the way that it's set up, it's a constant system that stays at like I think it's in this like sixty five degrees consistently, whether it's cold outside or or hot outside, it doesn't matter. And it's got a uh, rainwater that runs through four different levels. So the the rainwater comes through, it becomes water you can use to drink. And then at that point, it goes through. It also uh, waters the plants. There's a whole system of like plants that you grow inside of this thing, too. The way that it's built, it's all like recyclable. Everything is like really great. Um, just 
for the earth in general, but it's it's a great place to live because you're literally off the grid. Like it's <laughs> the best way to be off the grid, right? You know, there's only like a few states you can even build them in. They won't even let you build this. Like if you bought your own property and you wanted to build one, because think about it, the earth's not, <laughs> you know, unless you're building on a volcano, the world's not, it's, it's, yeah. it's similar anywhere you go if you built in the earth. They just won't let you. If like you're like, I don't know, South Carolina or something and you wanted to build one, but no, that's not, that's against regulations. But that goes back to their like absolute control. I just don't think people know how much they're actually controlled or they just don't care and they're willingly giving up their money. You know, I'd like to know out in, out in Colorado, how many of these people after that happened got rid of that? Got, got that out of the house. And you know what? I don't want this anymore. Let, let me go back to what I had before. I, I'll tell you what is probably a super small percentage. I guarantee yeah, you I that they kept the system and they're OK with it. Like it, 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 it blows my mind. I think that's probably true for a lot of people because there is such a there's so much fucking apathy in our culture. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of that has some fucking very hedonistic roots. And then I have my other suspicions for why the rest of it is, which I, you know, I can't prove it, but it kind of, kind of looks that way. But also I would not be surprised if the ones who did, if the ones who were like, Hey, fuck this, get it out of my house. That the utility board was just like, no, sorry. But like once it's, once it's installed, like we don't uninstall it or you have to stay for the whole trial period or like some bullshit, whatever. But, but, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, probably people are like, oh, it was just one time. It won't happen again, because that's a big reason why people don't change is they're, they're like they'll, they'll tell themselves some story because having to do the work to change in the short term is harder than staying the same because we have been programmed from a young age to not know how to play the fucking long game. And we're so addicted to like the instant gratification that it's like, dude, if you just fucking do this, make a couple moves, you're going to be way better off. Like literally the rest of your life. But people can't even plan like really a whole week out. Most of them, like, let alone like be planning for, you know, the year, a couple years or even generations. And so that's another thing that, myself included, all of us need to like really understand that we are not, we're playing the wrong fucking game. I mean, and that's, that's a big part I think of people's downfall is that they just aren't like, they aren't able, I don't know what it is, but there just seems like this mental, but you can see it in their eyes when you're talking to them. And I'm sure I've done it too, but when you're talking and you just reach a certain point and all of a sudden it's just like glass and it's just, they just it's stop. Gaze. Yeah. Yeah. They just stop. It's like somebody pulled the plug on a fucking computer and everything just went boom. Like it's just oh, rest, resting down. NPC face. Dude, yes, <laughs> resting NPC face. It's isn't that sad though. So like I've seen that, bro. I've I've, I've been on date. Like like okay, I won't. I'm not gonna say anybody's name. But I would like the, one of the last dates I was on. I was like, I'm never dating this person again. Like I'm never ever. I've never seen this person again. That was literally like I was like it was going well. I was like this person's hella cool. And then the NPC eyes came out or whatever. And then I saw the person shut down and then start messing with a so like a so social media app and then like start talking about the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go home. I got like stuff to do. Like, <laughs> and that's it. Like, yeah, like I'm not, I'm like, I'm not ever hanging out with you again. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, no, like the NPC thing. I'm like, nobody's, nobody's trying to be around that shit. I guess, unless you are also one, but, um, it's, it's sad. I was like, Oh God, fucking waste. <laughs> Speaking of the dumbest things that people could say, <laughs> Uh, here's just Justin Trudeau. He's uh, oh. telling why uh, God, threats to politicians are happening. 
Um, I'm just wondering, what do you think is behind the rise in threats that politicians are facing? We've been through a lot as a, as a country, as a world over these past years. Obviously, the pandemic, uh, increasing anxiety because of climate change, uh, transformations of our economy, um, rise in, um, in mental health and addiction problems, particularly with the opioid uh, crisis that has been uh, ravaging communities right across the country. Um, it's a lot of pressure on a lot of people. And unfortunately, um, there is... Uh, there are no easy solutions for all these challenges we're facing. Um, it's going to take hard work. It's going to take people uh, listening to each other. It's going to take uh, orders of government stepping up and uh, delivering uh, for people. And it's a time for responsible leadership. It's time for people to uh, look to assuage fears. So I guess climate anger. change and fentanyl are the reason why people are threatening <laughs> politicians. <laughs> I guess yeah, that's, that's what it comes down to. Because those are new. Uh, new talking points. Well, the fentanyl shit ain't fucking new at all. Uh, but, the, okay, I can go off on that um <laughs> no, 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 I, I will end up taking this down a bad rabbit hole so no uh that shit though but do, did you notice his little tactic of like for he first he blasts a bunch of bullshit where it's just like okay like klaus thanks um so then we hear all that and then he goes but it's going to take wait, those magic words that like western people apparently i don't know what people in, in other countries are like but america that's canada right so maybe them too i don't fucking know but we're, we're very similar uh, in a lot of ways and so he goes but it's gonna take a lot of hard work and that will just shut people down because they're like oh hard work like things are complicated yeah. like you guys can't even figure it out and you're our lead because people are still in that weird mentality like i see it like joel mentioned this shit earlier but i see it even in social media threads where there, somebody will be like, well, it's time for us to da da da. And then somebody will comment and be like, but who will lead us? And I, I can't, sometimes I'll be the one to comment and be like, bitch, that's the problem. You don't need somebody to lead you. You're a fucking grown ass adult. Like we can all figure this shit out. Like there are people that can throw out solutions right now. Like I could even throw out some solutions right fucking now if we want to pick a problem. But like that, that mentality is a problem. So as soon as he gets all vague and mentions the hard work and it's going to be such a struggle and all the leaders, <laughs> oh my God, that they have to figure it so much. It's like people just tune out because they're already so overwhelmed by everything that's going on and like the control demolition of the global economy that they're like oh more hard work no i need to like figure out how i can keep a roof over my children's head for like the next fucking week so that's where you lose people just and right that's there. why all this esg stuff is going down yeah. you know what i mean like God. people don't realize how much like that is being in effect and there uh, a lot of companies are on board a lot of banks are on, already on board uh, it's going to be implemented most sooner national than banks. later isn't it already yeah, implemented most of them like yeah. in a lot of places for the most parts but like but it's not like uh, it's implemented through the banks, but they haven't actually exercised where they're kicking people off. Like there can be a point there's theoretically, there could be a point where they're like, Hey man, we don't like what you said on your last podcast. We're going to, you can no longer bank with us, like yeah. stuff like yeah. that, or you can no longer shop here or things like that, because it's more than just the environment. It's your, it's like a social score mixed with climate change mixed with like, 
totalitarian techno uh, technocracy you know what i mean where they're just black mirror man like yeah, it's literally totally. black mirror like where they showed the social credit score uh you know when uh, i don't know if you saw that episode with the chick where she was like couldn't get to this wedding yep. and her social credit score kept going further and further down so she had to get like the crappy vehicle that only had so many miles because yeah, she could get on the plane because she pissed the lady off and then the lady just like hit a couple buttons and sent it off to them her social credit score kept going down further and further and further and that's what's going to be like in real life no. they show you everything in media so at the end of the day like the more self-sustainable you can be like ah whatever man you just messed up my my social credit score is zero like you know i don't <laughs> care you know what i mean like yeah. like that's how you have to be like you got to look in in the uh, future i will say this though we're not in a situation that some other countries are so there's going Definitely. to be a level of pushback from a lot of people when and the, the people are waking up. There's a lot that have woke up in the past two years, and there's people still waking up now. I think here in the States, and I've been saying this, though, it's going to be a civil war before there's full-on totalitarian rule. Like, it's going to be. Sure. It's impossible. Like, there's too many people that believe in actual freedom and, and when they see this ESG I mean a lot of people are waking up the ESG stuff it's funny uh, you know our boy Tony Merkel like he posted all the time and people are like what is that oh man you just like scared the shit out of me like dude you should have been scared a long time ago like I'm not saying be scared like we should all trust God be aware. This, you know you trust God that he's more powerful all this anyway but like be aware like you shouldn't be like have your you know head in the sand like an ostrich 24 seven and just act like everything's going to be okay because at some point they're going to come for you we always talk about the woke left like yeah it's good until it's not good anymore because i'm going to tell you just like this when it comes to homosexuality when it comes to the whole lg lgbtq guys and all that hey they're on your side right now i was like but when it comes down to it when when it's time to flip and that shoe drops they're gonna come at you too they're gonna come at your freedoms too you're not gonna be able to do what you want to do they're gonna and it's already it. happened like look it's at it they, they went after the gay man with the monkey pox yeah they really chastised the lesbians where they're saying mm -hmm. like oh you're a turf because if you don't if you have different you know you have disagreements within the community and if you notice they've kind of changed the terminology which is so crazy because i thought it was always bad to say queer but now that queer is now like the pretty much it's going to be the q which is kind of ironic it's going to be mm -hmm. q on one side and q on the q other on side the that's what kind of makes, <laughs> <laughs> makes me laugh <laughs> red versus pink yeah. yeah you know what i mean like it's it, it's just funny because they're really trying to, to kick them all out. They're really kicking them all out. Now now everybody you'll see, like you'll hear it on the news, you'll hear it on social media. People are like, we're queer, we're queer. Like no more of like, if you're the old guard of being gay and lesbian, which is yeah. whatever two consenting adults want to do, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? The only time we really get into is like when you bring kids involved, yeah. like the whole, oh. uh, you know, I mean, that whole thing that happened in uh, San Antonio, Texas. I talked a little bit of, uh, I did a little live with uh, Rabbit and um, Noel, and we were talking about, you know, like they had armed people over there protecting these drag queens that Crazy. are, I, and I just can't understand why they want to tell stories to kids. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like Sean, they look way more militant than they mm -hmm. did. Antifa's looking a lot different than they did when they 
first were really hitting the scene um, during all the BLM stuff. You know what I mean? Not that Antifa hasn't been around, but like that's when they really got like, you know, more solidified. And right now, and I don't, you know, and I really believe in, you know, false flags and psyops. And I know that there's a lot of highly trained individuals like we talked about it but what on the phone sean about like blackwater getting involved like i think they send these guys in to teach these guys how to um be tactical and and here's the thing man if you're you know some like heavy right winger that lives in the woods and maybe you were in the military and you got a lot of tactical experience and all that don't us underestimate these guys because i'm mm-hmm. telling you right now they're getting better like they're on top of rooftops with with sniper rifles and they were they were literally standing around this drag show for kids growing and they're and coming smart. out They've yeah. been recruiting people like in the middle, like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. not just to the extremes. They've been going to anybody that's kind of like anti-government. They really try to go after the libertarian crowd and like that yeah. kind of like they've really anybody that doesn't want government overreach and they don't really understand everything that they ha- want to implement because a lot of those people are communists. And like, I don't even like to use the word capitalist because I'm not a capitalist. I'm a free market guy. I'm a free market anarchist that's how i look at it as like i believe in the free market i think we should be able to build whatever we want and sustain ourselves but these people more believe in like oh well if you own a business and i work for you i should own it and i'm like motherfucker you are not gonna care about my business you're gonna be late all the time like oh man i'm gonna be late you're not gonna be wanting to do anything you're like you know what i kind of run this business too so i'm gonna take off early and and it's gonna fail because every single time it fails every single time when the, these people bow down to the wokeness and they go all right we're gonna give the company to the employees it goes out of business less than a month so that's just proof right there and i think they are being more tactical and smart on who they're recruiting because there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that are unhappy with the government and they're like oh we'll do this and and you know people that maybe not aware of everything that's going on they're they're drawing in those ranks they're like yeah well people should be able to do whatever they want yeah two consenting adults like if you want to be gay trans whatever that has nothing to do with me but to me bringing in children that's intentional yes. to try to spark uh, uh, you know, flames for the other side and really get people going because I think they're going to try to push uh, someone far on the right or maybe even far on the left, somebody to be a domestic terrorist poster where you're going to get your Osama, you're going to go get your, like, you know, your terrorist kind of look where they're going to do something and these events are probably where it's going to happen at, unfortunately, oh, yeah. because that's where everybody had, that's their line, like, especially if you have kids, but even if you don't have kids, you're like, it's just something that it's it doesn't make sense. There's no need for it. Like we, kids should just be kids, and now you want to drag them, e- even if their parents are taking them there. These people are specifically trying to have these events towards children, and you're like, "What? Well, it's not a children event." So it, it, it's meant to really cause chaos and want us to go to war with each other. I feel. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's by design. There's so much literature that is written by, you know, this uh, lovely crowd of people that's older than I am and that talks about this specifically and in detail. And there's, God, there's one thing that I saw recently, but I don't, I don't want to quote it because I'm like, what the fuck book was that from? But it, it was, it's literally older than I am, but it was just, if it, it, it was breaking everything down and like, if someone took me back in time and I, I saw that, I'd be like, whoever, you know, it'd be really easy to be like, whoever wrote this is crazy. It's a conspiracy theorist. But I look at it and I'm like, this is already all in full swing, literally all mm-hmm. of it. And this was written like well over the well over fucking 30 years ago, I would imagine. Right. Like it's older, it's older than I am. I'm 33. So like, it's 
fucking that was a while ago, but yeah, it is, it is intentional. Um, and that drives me nuts for a number of reasons because I'm like that. I mean, if we get, you know, like into the topic of like, you know, the death cult nature to this or like, you know, certain occult things or satanic rituals or whatever, like kids are a very, um, symbolic target. And so to go after them or even better to get the citizens or civilians to essentially offer their offspring up to the government, to the authorities, to the fill in the blank. That's like the ultimate fucking sacrifice is, is, is if you, is if you're getting people to, to do that kind of shit. And so they they, they go after people's kids, whether it's with stuff like that. Cause I'm like, I'm sorry, bro. But like, like, like what you said two two consenting fucking adults, I don't give a shit what you do, but you you don't need to be going in there talking to kindergartners about your sex life and being like, Oh, this is right. what I, like, fuck you. If I had kids and they were in the class where the, and they came home and they were like, my teacher said that she does this with, with, uh, her partner or whatever, da, 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 I, I would be in prison <laughs> and that person wouldn't be on the planet anymore. So it's probably good. I don't have kids, but, um, honestly, <laughs> because I would be having a real hard time right now, but, um, but they, they'll do that or they go after them with, you know, certain injections or, you know, I mean, it goes back even as far as like, you know, let's see if we can get people to like, let their kids go off for the draft or whatever. But I mean, all of this shit's been written and broken down as to like why they do it. And there's several reasons for it. But if people think that like, they're not intentionally coming after the kids, they're fucking out of their minds. But they are also. So. No, I agree. No, and sure. I think it, I think it does go back to like what we've always, and we probably going to hit this point tons of times throughout <laughs> the years is this domestic terrorist like mm-hmm. scenario. I think they really, I think they want to bring back the classics like the. Remember when that after 9 11, like if you see something, it was all over like the buses everywhere. Yeah. Man, if you see something, say something. I think that they're going to get pushing people to snitch on each other and like that's why they're making the side so polarized you know because i think that's why they're bringing the kids in too sean i don't think it's just about um you know the the maps angle right the minor attractive person's angle that the pedo angle i don't think that's really like what the main part of is yeah that's to cause confusion and i think you said to start this whole other war because people are gonna get pissed off about it right Mm -hmm. it's gonna give you that domestic terrorist but i also think to brainwash the kids it goes back to the little brown shirts man in nazi germany like they brainwash the kids so much the kids are going and telling on their parents like they were telling on their family members because they were taught by the state that this is the right thing to do Oh, my mom's a a domestic terrorist. I need to go tell on her. Like, we already saw it during COVID. We already saw people running around telling on each other, trying to get people in trouble, pointing people out in stores, running and telling, you know, managers that so-and-so didn't have a mask on Mm -hmm. or whatever else. Like, this, they're already proving their point um, that it can be done very easily, too. Like, man, I'm telling you, 2020 was, like... God, like, I'm just shocked at how easy it was. But that just lets you know, like, hey, you just get one of these one incident where a guy comes in at one of these events, kills a couple of these, Mm -hmm. you know, drag queens. Maybe a kid gets popped in the process, whatever else. Oh, man, like it's over with. Like, that's all they need. They it false flags are coming like they, Mm -hmm. they they've been dropping them. But it's going to be that moment where they hit you with the big, big false flags. I mean, maybe it's something, you know, even, you know, coordinated with like government stuff where you've got like a MAGA 
You know, we had the thing in Ohio that we talked about a couple weeks ago, Sean, where the guy ran up at the FBI. You know, nobody ever seen him. They said they killed him. He was on the run for like 24 hours. Like, you know, it it, it happened the day after, you know, they ran up at Trump's house. So it, it's they're waiting for that moment, for that big moment. And it's going to be like 9-11. Like, it's going to be that moment where it's like you said, you, you see something, say something. It's coming. But I think they're going to they've got so many, you know, fires going it could be a combination of several getting, you know, sparked off at the same time. And you don't know what's coming because at the end of the day, they learn from their mistakes, you know, like they learn and they build and they know that if they can create absolute chaos, you can't stop at all. Like, there's just no way you're looking at a million different things hitting you from all angles. And go look up ex-KGB uh, Yuri. Uh, I figured out how to say his last name, like Ben's Benito. I don't know. It's some Russian shit. But he talks about submersion, like uh, uh, talking about how you take over a country, like little by little. And he breaks it down perfectly. It's so old. I think it's from like the late 80s, early 90s. But if you haven't, go look up KGB Yuri. You'll find that on YouTube real quick. But I think we should switch up real quick uh, to a different topic that hasn't we haven't talked about in a while. So I thought this would be good to start. The Food and Drug Administration has authorized the first major upgrade, upgrade. in COVID-19 vaccine <laughs> boosters. And here's Rob Stein reports. The vaccines are reformulated versions of Moderna and Pfizer-BioNTech vaccines targeted to protect against the Omicron variant. The reprogrammed shots are designed to bolster fading immunity, especially against the highly contagious Omicron subvariants that most people are catching now. The federal government plans to make the new boosters available starting next week. Public health officials hope they will contain a possible fall and winter surge. Some experts worry the new boosters won't live up to expectations, but others say the new shots could provide enough of a bridge to minimize the impact, especially among the most vulnerable. But how do they get these guys? Yeah, that was, that was painful to like, even listen to. I wish they, they could see our faces right now, because I know that this is likely audio only when it comes out. But if they could have seen all of our faces just now through that. He's, he's horrible. That's that NPR, and we, that's state run, man. Like, that's state funded. Like, they're like, geez, man. Like, I know people have, like, they say, hey, you have a face for radio, but like, the voice, man. I'm just like, dude, what like, you should not nose. be on radio. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Um, well, no, I mean, I, the thing that blows me away, and this blew me away, too, with the monkeypox shit. I was like, oh, like, I'm like, why are we even talking about this? Like, like, we should be talking about shit that, like, we should be solution-focused. Like, how are how are people that are based even, like, wasting their time, like, addressing that? Like, that's such a fucking joke. Then, come to find out, there's people in certain cities that were lining up for a vaccine for it. I'm like, are you guys out of your fucking mind? So it's like, it, and you would think with all the information that's been coming out to, especially if you watch those post-mortem videos of people who had these so-called blood clots that were not organic materials. Like, it's disgusting. It literally... Holy shit. And you guys have seen that, right? I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Where it looks like a weird sea creature was growing inside of them and it, yeah. it's made out of sodium, tin and aluminum. So it's non-organic materials that created these like horrific growths inside their bodies. 
And I'm like, as if Andreas Nowak didn't warn y'all motherfuckers and then get killed for it four days fucking later. But nobody listens. So that's why I'm just like, I don't, they're going to keep up with this human farming, human whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? With these shots. But I'm like, but it just shocks me that people are still fucking taking them. Especially when I'm like, did you, are you guys not noticing that y'all are the ones who are always sick? Like, has that never crossed your mind? Ever? They had a report in New Zealand, you know, they're pretty heavily vaxxed up and they're, they were locked down They're They have so many sick people. They did a whole report on it where they were just like, yeah, I don't know. Everybody's sick all the time, man. Like it sucks. They're like, mm, I wonder why, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then with these boosters, like just listen to like the, the wording that they choose when they, when they put these reports out, they were like, it's an upgrade. Like as if it's like, you know, Hey, it's the booster plus, you know what I mean? Just install the booster plus <laughs> into you and you'll be great, man. Don't even worry about it, man. Like it, it's just to get that terminology that people are used to from like using apps and net. Netflix and, and then, oh man, I got Disney plus, I got the booster plus, I got Amazon prime, you know what I mean? Put it all like, just shoot it all at me. And not to mention that these boosters were only tested on mice and not tested on humans. They weren't yeah. tested on humans at all. Mm-hmm. Only mice. And they're like, ah, I should probably be good. You know, mice, this humans. Probably be good. <laughs> Did they even say anything about the mice too? Like, like they're like, yeah, they're all fucking dead. You know what I mean? Isn't that what happened with the original shots too? Like all the fucking animals died. They're like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah that was a, the what was it the pheasants or whatever like they had like that was in like the netherlands like there was like they they were burying them like they were like and burning them alive like not alive but they were just like trying to get rid of the bodies because it was so oh no mink they were minks oh they were they, they were just dying like crazy because they were like all the mink farms and they're like we don't know like they tested it at, i think it's pretty good though like Dude, you know what's so funny? It's like I will see these people, they're like these big like animal advocates, man, vegan, like all this shit. And they are like all about the vaccine. You bring up that, it's I watch their brains go into absolute like their whole face contorts. It's like they're it's like they're fucking off the exorcist. I'm just waiting for their head to spin around because they can't process <laughs> it. And it's literally like mainstream news that he did this and it's like dude he was killing beagles to like test like all kind of shit on and you're okay with that like no like you can't have it both ways and that's the problem with these people like it's all like you know whereas they they scream bodily autonomy when it comes to roe v wade but they didn't scream it before oh then vice versa they were like get in the gulag bitch like go die (laughs) that they were calling us they were calling us plague rats they were making memes like oh we have all your fucking yeah they're like get why we 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 all none of you guys should be allowed to leave or you should all have to be like in a can of camp somewhere you fucking rats like and i was like okay good German like shut the fuck up like this is really it was just getting real 1930s for me but uh but yeah no people will revert right back to that but then all of a sudden when it's like the other way around which for the record my view on like anybody's body is I'm like your choice just like don't fuck with anybody else you know what I mean like but do what you want with yourself like the government shouldn't ever fucking tell you you have to do this you can't do that so I'm always going to be pro-choice like, I don't give a fuck what the issue is just because I, I don't want the government in my business, but the people that are like my body, my choice, like what, what you said on one end, but they were the ones like screaming for people like us who decided not mm-hmm. to be part of the experiment to die or that they hope we die or that they, right. they, they love it when we lose our housing. They love it when we can't enter buildings. They love it when we can't, you know, get a job or 
feed our families. They hope that we all die. Da, da, da. It's like that. They were celebrated for having that mentality. And then they oh, want us yeah, to be crying sure. about them of like, you know, da, da, da. It's like, man, fuck you. I'm sorry. I was living around nothing but people like that when I was like back in my fucking hometown before I moved out here. And I was like, I really had to like stop interacting with 95% of the human beings that I knew because I was just, I was just fucking furious every day. And I'm like, I, I can't, I can't live in that, that, that mind state that just like wears you down. So yeah. And then I moved. <laughs> now it's a lot easier. <laughs> but I think, I think this was probably one of my favorites that they came out with uh, the, the terms right here. I don't know if you guys have heard this. Play a little bit. Well, I'm your Check it and see. Ain't no experimental vaccines in me. Don't you can kiss my ass. I'm your blooded. I'm your blooded. <laughs> I'm pure blooded. <laughs> that pure blood was probably one of my favorite terms that people came out with. I was like, man, you know what? I don't know who came that coined that term i wish it was me i would have copyrighted that shit and fucking went all out on it but i, I love that that pure blood because it's like yeah i didn't get tainted with that shit man you could say well, whatever you <laughs> want but like i'm still good like you know what i mean everybody was like oh you should get that people were kind of telling me but most people around me uh they already know how i am like for years like i've got my circle small for years for years and years and years and anybody that didn't i wasn't talking to anyways and most of the people knew that like i'm a hard-headed motherfucker if i believe one way even if i'm wrong sometimes I i'm still not gonna go there until you prove to me like you know if you prove it to me then but i was like for sure i'm not gonna try something that is experimental like this is definitely something that we weren't used to and then when we see all the testing well uh what's it called robert uh, f kennedy has done great work on exposing uh the pfizer trials where people got hurt like that 14 year old girl that became paralyzed uh after the these were the trials too you know what i mean that and the, and the parents the, there's some crazy people when you go on reddit and twitter where they're like yeah you know uh my son almost died uh from taking the vaccine but i'm thankful that he did because he didn't die from covid and you're like what the fuck i don't even make any sense <laughs> oh my it's just god like, it's so incredible some of this stuff but i i did know that you know there's a you know the whole fentanyl scare you know the fentanyl's been everywhere so i guess they got a new type of fentanyl it's the lgbtq plus fentanyl. drug enforcement administration <laughs> is observing an alarming new trend of brightly colored fentanyl made to look like candy the dea says drug traffickers are using it to attract kids and teenagers. The agency said law enforcement began seizing the brightly colored rainbow fentanyl earlier this month. Drug dealers sell rainbow fentanyl in multiple forms, according to the DEA. These can be pills, powder, or even blocks that resemble sidewalk chalk. Just recently, authorities seized this kind of rainbow fentanyl resembling sidewalk chalk in Portland, Oregon, on two occasions. They also yeah. confiscated yeah. about 15,000 multicolored pills from one individual in West Virginia. Fentanyl is a synthetic opioid that is up to 50 times stronger than heroin. Traffickers often mix it with other drugs like heroin, cocaine, and methamphetamine. Synthetic opioids caused 66% of U.S. overdose deaths in 2021. That rainbow fentanyl, you know what I'm saying? Get that LGBTQ plus start party started, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus. Like, I didn't even realize fentanyl was like, I mean, I knew it was, I thought it was always just a street drug. 
drug, but my mom recently had surgery, like to, uh, this is a minor surgery and they gave her fentanyl. And I was like, what? They gave you fentanyl? I was like, man, I didn't even know it was, I didn't know they gave it to in hospitals. I, I just assumed that it was just some that's what it's uh, a street drug that was made. Nah, it's, it's for, it's an, it's for anesthesia. That's, that's when they administer it is like when you have to go under. So like, it's, it's like a really strong, uh, anesthetic that they'll use along with like propofol or some shit. But obviously like the anesthesiologist is measuring the shit out. Cause like back in the day. And when I say back in the day, I mean, 13 years ago when I was a heroin addict, cause I was part of the generation where we got hooked on Oxycontin. And then we, then we, from there transitioned into heroin. And that's when there was like that, like all of a sudden, all these kids are all doing heroin. We're like, what the fuck? And that's cause we got flooded with oxys, you know, hella young. I didn't even know what the fuck it was when I first got it, you know what I mean? I was that young. I was like, what is this shit? Like some old lady just like gave it to us because she like wanted the weed we had. Okay. We're going to snort it. Uh, but (laughs) back then, like once I got way down the rabbit hole, like we would actually, it was not like how it is now. Like back then we would have to seek, if you wanted fentanyl, you had to find someone with a fentanyl prescription. It was usually a patch and then you had to get it and like scrape it off and administer it. However you administer it, but it wasn't like what it is now, which is people think they're buying a Xanax, um, a Molly tab, a fucking Vicodin, uh, even an Oxy and it's pure fentanyl. And then they're fucking dead. Or maybe someone is, is a heroin addict and is going to use heroin, but it's all fentanyl. And then I've also known people who have bought fentanyl. I didn't know it came in a pill form, but they're whoever the fuck is making it. I mean, they're pressing it. Right. And so they're like, just taking these pills and they're like, yeah, I just, taking fentanyl pills. And I've had, uh, including my former fiance, four people die, uh, this year just from that. And as far as over the years, it's a number that I, I, I mean, I lost count. It's, it's more than on my hands and toes. So it's, and that, uh, advertise or not advertisement, that news clip where they were saying it was, that's where I'm from. I'm from Oregon. So it's like, it's a big fucking problem. Uh, but I think it is all over the country, but it's, I mean, it's like, it's just flooded there. It's like, I don't think you can use anything without risking it being cut with fentanyl at this point. Have you seen the show dope sick on Hulu? I do not have Hulu. No. And I would not watch a show called that because they would just probably set me off. I don't even know what it's about, but (laughs) it's good though, because it's like, it kind of based in uh, West Virginia and they really go after the uh, Sackler family and Purdue pharma and how like it was pushed with Oxycontin where they claimed that it was less than 1% addictive. And to your point earlier, when they did say that the trials they were right, but that was administered by a doctor at a hospital, Mm -hmm. which is different than giving somebody, a bunch of pills right and then what they were doing was uh i mean it, it's a good uh red pill for people or uh, like to to expose people to what the big pharma really does because then they were telling doctors they're like man people are like kind of getting addicted to this they're like nah man it's pain management you just haven't fixed their pain yet subscribe them a higher dosage so they were giving people higher dosages yeah. and then you know that that then people were more and more addicted to it and it was proven the fda uh, signed off on it. So it just proves the corruption in the FDA, the corruption in big pharma. That's why it's such a great show to like break down for people. I think it's something like, you know, sometimes it's easier to digest it for people. Um, not maybe for you because you already kind of know, but I'm talking about for other people that maybe they're like, I don't know, pharma seems cool. That really shows, puts a spotlight 
on the epidemic. And it kind of correlates with the vaccines of where you're like, yeah, they will prove anything. It's about money at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And that's what these pill meals were all about. Like where there was prescription pads. I mean, especially I grew up in Southern California and you know, there was weed, of course, like everybody smoked weed and there's cocaine, there's meth. Meth is huge out there Mm -hmm. as well. But the pills really started jumping up around like the 2000s where you'd see the Vicodins, the Norcos, uh, the Oxys where like in the early 2000s and then they got it got really rampant because people were just writing scripts like crazy and then people got onto the oxys and then it's crazy because people went from oxys to heroin because of that because then they were like man these oxys are expensive and depending on where you were at man people could get all kinds of different money like if you were the only guy that had oxys you could be selling for 30 40 50 a pill sometimes mm-hmm. like depending oh, on the, the, the yeah, yeah even people more were sometimes for, like i mean when they first came out they were obviously much cheaper but once you get the whole town hooked, the whole city hooked, and there's only so many of you guys, you know what I mean? People were selling them for a fucking dollar a milligram. That was that just became like what it was, unless you were somebody who bought in bulk. But like your typical yeah, yeah. fucking pillhead doesn't have the money. That's why everybody went to heroin, because it was like okay, well, I can spend a fraction of the money and actually get something like 10 times stronger. But now you've now crossed into another layer of hell and you can never go back and you could do like 10 times what you used to do and not even feel it. So like now you're way fucked. Um, and that's when people start dying. So, so yeah, it's, um, however people can get that information, you know, they should get it for sure. But yeah, like that whole story of like how they, they, that region in particular, West Virginia just got mm-hmm. fucked, especially with all those pill mills and shit, like all those doctors that were just running those offices where anybody could go in and get an oxy script. And then, then when they get shut down, you have all these oxycotton addicts that can't get it anywhere and they're all dope sick. So they're going to go to heroin because they, it's so excruciating to be an opiate withdrawal. So it's, yeah. It's how they marketed it too. Like I said, they were, they really pushed it. The uh, pharmaceutical companies, uh, the Sacklers is really who they focus Mm -hmm. on Purdue Pharma. And they were telling doctors like, Hey, this is pain management. They were coming up with new terminology to kind of like, Hey, no, no, this is pain management. This is a new form of how we help. Help people and and it's sad because they kind of brush that under the rug because you know during COVID and all this uh J and J and Purdue Pharma got hit with huge fines like millions and millions of dollars which is crazy because none of that money goes to anybody that overdosed none of that money goes to anybody that you know was uh wrongfully subscribe prescribed this medication that be- made them become addicted and then could have ruined their life or uh, uh you know some people have come back but some people haven't come back from that and and all that money just went back to the state and nobody got help. You know what I mean? That's so, so at the end of the day, it was like, what's the point of even suing them? Because they, that was nothing to them. The millions, even though to us, that's a lot, millions and millions of dollars. I think uh, even one of the settlements was for like a billion dollars, but to them, it was nothing. It was like, okay, well now we got the COVID shot. We're not worried about that. We're making money off this shit. We got the next thing, man. Like, and it's sad how many people, uh, don't really acknowledge that because they always acknowledge addicts as like, oh man, you're why did you get addicted? Like, you know, like hey, it's your fault. And they don't ever see the origins of where it's coming from and who's pushing it. Cause every single drug has been brought in by either pharmaceutical companies or our intelligence agencies. Mm-hmm. 100%. I'm gonna tell you like this, because the circles that I came up in, you know, I knew a lot of dealers. So like I watched the addicts all the time and you'd be shocked because people have this perception of what they think an addict is but they don't understand like addicts are 
you got functioning addicts, you got addicts that are in all circles of life. Like people have that perception, the guy on the side of the street, no clothes and all that. Eventually, eventually some people get there, but at the end of the day, that's not really like how it works. And it bombards you from all angles. And generally speaking, I saw for the most part, people that got really hooked, they started out with pills. Like it all started with pills and then they advanced to different levels of whatever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you would see the guys that get like, yeah, just straight, just, you know, hooked on snow or, or, or whatever. And then, and then graduate to meth or ice or whatever. You, you'd see that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, but that's not always the case though. I saw a lot of like, just, Guys that would just start out with pills like oxys, man. I mean, people would go crazy with oxys. I mean, there were guys that were, you know, finding like, you know, between their toes to shoot off with oxys and like, mm-hmm. you know, to the next level. And then heroin, like, you know, they'll they'll find something else, whatever's cheaper. And before you know it, now you got a product that people are cutting. Watch the guys, they'll cut it, cut it down worse. And what are they cutting it with? Then you start, that's how you start bringing in your fentanyl. A lot of times it's not even just pure fentanyl. You know, that's when you see people get knocked out, but sometimes it's just what they're cutting it with too. And then they cut it with too much. Somebody dies. Like it's so many different levels to it, but I would say big farmer has a huge hand in getting people hooked on drugs through pills to where they don't have like you said test they don't have an option so they're going to try to find something else they got to get something else to not you know mm-hmm. get, be on that dope sick and at that point you know it takes a lot for somebody to get out of that it really does and i think we're going to hear something later on like you know like what gary webb from the san jose mercury uh unveiled in the late 90s about the nicaraguan war being funded by cocaine that was uh, de- uh deliberately brought into america which then formed crack and then we got the whole drug on war the war on drugs and all that shit so it's like the, at the end of the day <laughs> at the end of the day we're gonna see that it's all connected because i believe that they put this shit in here it's 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 there intentionally they want us to be uh either on pills for antidepressants mm-hmm. or um, and I'm not saying that like I'm not trying to advocate but I do feel in my personal opinion that any mental uh, uh, ch- uh health issue that you have I, I mean I'm bipolar myself I don't take any medication I've just found other ways there's actual ways of connecting yourself with the earth uh connecting yourself with people learning from your mistakes uh finding triggers doing the hard work there's no magical pill that's going to make you lose weight there's no magical pill that's going to make you feel better every day what you got to do is do the hard work on every level and if you're not willing to do that then you're stuck with those people with the smart meters and they're like oh it's 85 degrees bitch (laughs) fucking 110 outside like you go down the pill mill you get a smart meter in your house you're fucked oh my god i love how you just made that connection but but also (laughs) this and this is how you end up with a smart meter (laughs) Uh, you'll be the utility company's bitch for life no but uh no but real talk for like a brief minute though thank you for fucking saying that because a lot of people that have like experience with with like real real fucking mental health issues like do not admit that shit um i'm also somebody who has experience with like real mental health shit and like i okay i disclaimer to anyone who's listening in case you couldn't figure it out already i'm not a fucking doctor um so do i'm not giving anybody advice like everybody needs to do what they think they need to do for themselves but in my experience as an individual with my own individual body and mind and life okay 
Um, cause I've gone the route of like dealing with wildly untreated symptoms, trying to treat them myself with street drugs and like toxic behaviors that not working, um, having a brief reprieve, then them coming back. And then I did go the route cause everybody around me, well, I know I shouldn't blame them. It's not their fault. They're trying to help. And I was like, well, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm just like, maybe I do need to try psych meds or whatever. And I did. And everyone has a different experience. So I don't knock anybody for taking psych meds because for some people it, it helps them. I'm not one of them. In my experience, it made me worse than, than anything that I could ever have been naturally. And it caused so many fucking health problems that had nothing to do with like the PTSD that I was fucking prescribed them for or like, you know, whatever. So I was like, what the fuck? Then you got to go through the process of getting off those drugs. And that's, that can take in some cases years, uh, because of the, the withdrawal symptoms. And like, it's how some of them give you seizures. Some of them just make, I mean, some of them are comparable to being dope sick in my experience. So it's, I mean, it, it really fucking ravages your body. It fucks with your mind and your brain. And then you've got everyone in your ear telling you, Oh no, you just need a higher dose. Like it's not the drugs. It's yeah. you, you're just getting worse. And so you just need, you need more, you need more drugs. Hmm. It's like, no, no, I don't No, I fucking don't get the fuck away from me. Yeah. So but the disclaimers are like, your eyes will get itchy. You might get diarrhea. You might have a heart attack or you might kill yourself. Yeah, and you're like, like, what? I don't know, man. Suicidal actions, homicidal like, behaviors. It's like, isn't that why I'm taking this not to do that? Like, <laughs> it's like this actually might take everything and make it ten times worse and also kill your thyroid. So, like, you know, it's you know, fucking whatever. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, I, I appreciate you mentioning that because um I I think that it's the same thing with addiction, is like it's like we like it, the reality is if this country really gave a fuck and didn't want those drugs on the street, they would not be on the fucking street. A hundred percent. They would not be on, especially when they are literally made by a pharmaceutical company. Like they would yeah. not get across borders from other countries who are making it. And they damn sure in the fuck wouldn't be making it out of hospitals. So they wouldn't be mm -hmm. on the street if they didn't want them on the street, but they do. So I think it's an extermination. And then when it comes to like the pharmaceutical stuff, it's like, yeah, we could, people get caught up with being like, oh, they're just addicts. Oh, they're just mentally ill. Oh, it's their problem, their fault, their fault, their fault. So here we are blaming each other again and not blame, not looking at what's going on. And it's like, well, we're just looking at like the effect. We're not even addressing the cause. Like what is causing people to have these symptoms or have such an obs like obsessive desire to escape the reality that they live in on a daily fucking basis? Like why would people kids as young as eight rather be dead than be living in what we're living in. And those yeah. are the questions and conversations I think we need to be fucking having. Cause there are kids as young as eight who have committed suicide. Um, like, and yeah. I know when I was that age, I, I was suicidal as well. So like, it, I mean, it, th that is not a marker of a healthy society because what you're going to go fucking blame a little kid and be like, you're just a little bitch. It's like, no dude, that kid. No, like you can't like it, when it's a fucking kid, like, sorry, but not like, yeah, you're not doing that. You know what I mean? So it's, I mean, there, there are a lot of faults, I think within the way society operates, that's not natural the way that the nuclear family has been attacked, the way our communities have been fucked with, the way that we've been polarized, mm -hmm. the way, I mean, it's, it's, it's everything. It's everywhere and it's by design, but I, I do still have hope or I wouldn't be here. I do still have a hope that we can fucking begin to shift that. Do I know if we'll be around long enough to see it fully come to fruition? I don't know, but as long as it fucking does. 
You know, I mean, it's like, it's, it's either that or don't do anything. And if you don't do anything, you're basically co-signing, you know, all the fuck shit. So I don't know. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. But like, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, sit down with us, chop it up, uh, go over a lot of these articles and, and, and news clips and have a little fun with it and, and get our message out there. But before we get out of here, could you let everybody know where they can find you on the socials and your music and, and the podcast? Most definitely. So on all socials, you can find me at testamona. That's T E S S T A M O N A. Um, if you're looking for the podcast, well, if you go to testamona, you're going to see the hyperlink. It has all my links. You can also go to testamona.com. Um, you can find the great silencing. Um, so that's on Instagram, great silencing uncensored on telegram for that chat. Uh, the great silencing podcast right now is on odyssey and it's also on YouTube, but that's, I know it's confusing. It's under the testimony YouTube channel, like where all my music is. And I uh, still need to upload my last episode. And that's when I'm going through RSS and getting it through all the other platforms. And once it's on all the platforms, which should be by the end of this weekend, I've just been psychotically busy this last month then just look up the great silencing podcast or the great silencing. And that's where you will find that podcast. And you can find us at operation kill the mockingbirds or check out uh, the music with uh, van Tesla music. You know, you know, that's on everything van Tesla music on Instagram, YouTube, everywhere where you could uh, put van Tesla music pretty much anywhere or operation kill the mockingbirds or kill the mockingbirds telegram and don't forget to like subscribe and leave a comment and uh share the show that's the most important share all the shows uh, of us testimony and uh the great silencing because uh that's how these messages really get out there by sharing them hey sean before we leave uh i just want to remind everybody we're going to be at bigfoots and brews september the 10th sister lakes we'll be hanging out with our buddy eric we'll be hanging out with cryptos of the corn uh we're gonna be talking bigfoot ron moorhead's gonna be there it's gonna be a good time you guys uh are gonna get to see us out there on a side note though sean doesn't know about this though i'm gonna be at the texas tribune festival in downtown austin september the 22nd to the 24th my baby Jen Saki is going to be there and I cannot wait to see her. Um, I sent her like 18 DMs today. I think she's this close to getting back to me. Finally, one of her reps got back to me. I know she's feeling me. We got this ginger thing like, you know, the, the soulless love that will go on forever. <laughs> so I'm going to see her at the Tribune Festival. You're more than welcome to come with me, Sean. But I can tell you right now, you're just going to be a third leg. And you can, you know, find your way around yourself. Maybe there's a, a girl somewhere for you, but, you know, that's how that's going to go. Anybody else that wants to see me out there can meet me out there, too. Um, but I'll be preoccupied with my baby. So. So, you know how we do it here. Wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. Bruh, bruh. Stability, but ground's always quaking. Alien tumbleweeds don't need it, and it will make it. Gonna get.
free life, yes, it's unpredictable. So we find the anchor we need within our soul. Soon one day we will be together in a place that's fuck shit free. Yeah. No slum lords, no If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.